Hello there, friends. It's Jimmy Maverick. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Maverick Podcast. And today, we are going to continue doing our mock drafts. And we are going to continue to try what I have now called the top 50 dominator strategy for fantasy football this year. But I'm going to try it with an early pick. I've been saying that you really want to have a late round pick in order to properly uh, properly do this strategy. But I'm going to try it with an early pick and see if it works. So let's check it out. Here we go. Listen up. It's time for the Fantasy Maverick Podcast, starring a guy who's going to help you win that fantasy championship, Jimmy Maverick. Hello there, friends. It's Jimmy Maverick. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Maverick Podcast coming at you from Santa Fe, New Mexico. Now, um, I hope you're all ready. I don't know if you're drafting this weekend or not, but uh, I hope you're ready, and I hope you've been watching my podcast because I've got lots of good information I've been giving you. I invite you to please like and subscribe and watch some of these older videos, especially the ones that I put up about what I am now calling my top 50 dominator strategy, which is perfect for players that are picking late in drafts, meaning uh, picks number six through 12. Um, that's where it works best. The later, the better. And um, so we're, we're, I definitely want to check that out. But what I want to do today is um, I need to do a mock draft on Yahoo because I've got three drafts happening on Yahoo uh, next week. And so I want to be sure. I want to see where players are going. I want to see how they're coming off the board. Um, I know that the Yahoo list is a little different than some of the other sites. So I want to uh, I want to just see how we can take advantage of that. And I want to see if we can actually do the Dominator strategy with an early draft pick. In this case, we're going to do a 12-team. This is going to be a 12-team draft uh, picking from the third position. So that's what we're working on right now. We'll see what kind of team we can build and if we can actually do the Dominator strategy. Although I do have to say that it is uh, very difficult with these early picks because you end up having a late sixth round pick and your sixth round pick of Jarvis Landry most likely will be gone in the first half of the sixth round. Okay, so anyway, that's that's kind of how it works. But we're going to see what kind of team we can build. Um, uh, I'm feeling really good about what we can do this year. And we're going to use my app, My Perfect Fantasy Draft, to help us pick players. So... Um, let me just get this set up so you can see we're all ready to go. There I am at pick number three. Two minutes till the draft starts. So let's get our list set up. Now, one of the nice things about my Perfect Fantasy Draft is that it allows you to set up a draft in a very short amount of time, really five minutes or less, fully customized draft list, and you can start with the quick setup. So the first, the quick setup is, first of all, how does your league score points? Very important. So um, uh, Yahoo, half-point PPR is how they run their mocks, so that's the value we will use. Do you want to engage Jimmy's recommended player filters? I am going to say no. And then do you want to enter draft mode? So this breaks the draft list down round by round based on the size of our league and our draft position. That's exactly what we want to do. So let's go ahead and um, we will uh, do this. So you can see here's the list right here. Here is um, the position filters. Here is the round filters. So um, all we have to do is just click on round one. I'm going to just minimize the recommendations, and you can see that it is recommending Zeke Elliott, Alvin Kamara, Chris Godwin. So Zeke Elliott, Zeke is my favorite. He is my number one overall in all formats. I love the offense. Uh, he doesn't have question marks like Saquon and CMC have on their offenses this year. You know, there, there's big changes on both those offenses. New coaches, new systems. Carolina's got a new quarterback. You, you don't know what their utilization is going to be. You don't know how effective the offense is going to be. With Zeke, 
It's the same offensive coordinator. It's the same quarterback. It is a new head coach. But um, let me tell you what, this team is built to score points, and that's what you want. High-scoring team, lots of goal line opportunities, and I, I really do feel that this is Zeke's year to win the rushing record in this league, which I can't believe he's never won. But I believe it's going to happen this year because of this offense. I mean, how are they going to be able to stack the box against Zeke when you've got Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and uh, CeeDee Lamb, and Blake Jarwin? Nobody talks about the tight end, but they got a great tight end there as well. It's going to be an explosive offense. So I'm very excited. So that's that's absolutely who we're going to take first. Um, I don't anticipate anybody taking um, taking Zeke before the third. So he's an easy get. If you have an early pick, uh, top three pick, take Zeke. He's the one that has the least question marks. Um, but uh, what you can see here is what, the way we have this set up is what this is showing you is all the, all the players between our first pick and our second pick, but instead of being sorted by their draft position, they're sorted by what I call the VORC score. And this is how I analyze players. VORC stands for Value, Outlook, Reliability, and Consistency. It's these four columns over here. Based on how they score on each of these four columns, they get points. Those points are added up. That's the VORC score, and it is sorted by the VORC score. So what I say is, when you're in a draft, just focus on players at the top of the list. What I like to say is that if they score at least 40 VORC points, that's a good player for fantasy. Ignore the players that score less than 40 uh, because they're a bad choice at that pick in the draft. And I also want to say that part of the component, the value component of the VORC score increases as that player is available later and later. So you could have a player that's a bad choice for a first round pick, but a great choice for a second round pick because in the second round, it's basing the value component at, against your second round pick as opposed to your first round pick. So in this case, our first round pick is pick number three. Our second round pick is pick number 22. So um, a, a player that I would never consider in the first round becomes an excellent choice in the second round because essentially they're going to gain about um, 17 points of value from round one to round two if they, if they make it that long. Now, we're definitely going to try the dominator strategy here. So we're going to try to get ourselves six top 50 value players. It's going to be very difficult um, because of the where our picks fall. But I think we still might be able to do it because I've noticed that the order of players is a little bit different than what, what we normally do. Now, um, I also like to tell people uh, to utilize your queue. I can't tell you how many times I've done a mock this year and it's been interrupted by some glitch with the internet or whatever, and, and it throws you out right before your pick, and, and then you are like scrambling, trying to reconnect and everything, and then by the time you get back, your pick is passed and it's auto-picked. You don't want that to happen, so utilize your queue. Very, very important. So if, if we were to order, you know, all these picks, just, you know, like I said, just to be safe. And um, Godwin, uh, where is Godwin? Let's see here. There he is. I'm just going to go ahead and put Godwin on there as well because he ranked so well in the first round. But you can see there's lots of options. I mean, when you're early in the draft, there's tons of great options. I mean, players scoring over 40 for our for our pick. We got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 10 players that are great choices with our first pick. But I'm going to take the one that scores the most points, Zeke, right at the top of the list. And um, so... 
Let, let's see how this goes. And hopefully we don't have any stupid players that do something stupid also. I, had, uh, I, I just tried another mock, and the fir- player picking first picked DeAndre Hopkins. So I just closed out of that. I just closed out of that. I'm like, I don't even want to bother with that guy because that's stupid. All right, so the, this is more, more to my liking. So um, we're going to do uh, Zeke Elliott first, as we said. Now, uh, I'm going to go 10 rounds today, so we're going to see how we lay it out. But like I said, we're going to try for the dominator strategy. We're going to try to get ourselves six top 50 value players. And in the top three rounds, it's easy. Every player is a top 50 player in the first three rounds, but it, gets, it thins out very, very quickly past that point. So you can see here in the second round, it's recommending Kenny Galladay. It's recommending Todd Gurley. I think those are good choices. What what other running backs are there? Well, we've got Austin Eckler. We've got Aaron Jones. Um, not, uh, you know, not great. Well, they're long shots, first of all. Um, Eckler's a good choice. He scores over 40. Aaron Jones does not, so I would stay away from him. But let's go ahead and put uh, Gurley and Eckler on the queue because I definitely want to stick with running backs in the first three rounds. So, And and you'll see why because there will be great wide receivers starting in the fourth round. Um, Really, it's, it's no problem at all. So there's Eckler and where is Gurley? There's Gurley. Okay, so those that looks good. So um, we can also look at wide receivers. And again, I just like to, to tag. I like to queue up every single player that's a viable player because if they make it to the next round, then they're an even better option. So, you know, we want to take advantage of that. So we've got Galladay. Uh, Godwin already got on the list. Um, none of the other uh, receivers score over um, 40 work points. So let's, let's add Galladay also to the list. And like I said, I don't anticipate taking a wide receiver, but uh, we'll consider it. You know, I mean, I'm not going to put it totally out of the realm of possibility. And so if we look at the draft results, we can kind of see what's going on here. Let's look at the draft board. So uh, pretty standard. Uh, Devontae Adams getting taken fourth is kind of crazy. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire taking fifth. That's nuts. Before Kamara, I wouldn't do that. But um, anyway, very heavy running backs. And this is why you got to go early on running backs because they drain out so quick. I mean, um, uh, you know, you really what I have seen is in the fourth round, the only uh, running back that has top 50 value in the fourth round is typically David Johnson. And he's gone early fourth round. That's why my, my dominator strategy works so well for people picking late because they get an early fourth round pick and an early sixth round pick. So the early fourth round pick could get you DJ. The early sixth round pick can easily get you Jarvis Landry. And that really helps you achieve the dominator status. Um, but, uh, you know, again, I think we can still get five top 50 players here. Um, but we're going we're gonna to continue with the strategy and just see what happens. So Tyree Kill comes off. Julio Jones finally comes off. That's, uh, that's actually a very good deal. And um, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Now, that's where DeAndre Hopkins is supposed to go. Not first overall. What the heck was that guy thinking? That, I hate those people that mock like that. You know, it's, it's just like, oh, I'm just going to take a kicker first and then just mess with everybody. You know, don't, don't ruin it for everybody else. So there's Aaron Jones. He was a long shot for us anyway, and I don't want him anyway. And there's Eckler. Okay, so uh, again, super heavy on running backs here. So uh, we've, we, uh, on the queue, um, we still have, let's see here, we still have Gurley on the queue. And you know what? I'm just going to mark off a couple more running backs because I got to say, there's a couple that are I very much like. Um, and let's see here. So we've got... 
We got Chris Carson. I guess Chubb already came off the board. That's not surprising, actually. Okay, so it made it back to us. So, you know, we've got some options here. Look, uh, Connor made it. Gordon made it. Carson, Taylor, and Gurley. Now, I do like Carson. I don't like Connor or Gordon. Jonathan Taylor's overvalued at this point. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Gurley um, as our second running back. Now, it's going to be a quick turnaround to our next uh, pick. So we're just going to click on the three. And you can see it's recommending, oh, well, there it's recommending Chris Carson, Leonard Fournette, Calvin Ridley. Let's look at what other running backs it, it has here. So really just Carson and Fournette rank 40 points or more on uh, Vork. See, Taylor only scores 25 points. That's why I don't like him. Bell, 23 points. David Johnson, 23 points here. But in the fourth round, he's much better pick. Um, so let's go back to uh, our running backs. And so you can see Chris Carson is still on the board. Um, Leonard Fournette is there as well. We'll easily be able to get one of those guys. That's, that's no problem. Now, as far as wide receivers go, let's look at the wide receivers. Um, Colley, we already got marked, uh, Ridley, Beckham, Woods, those three, let's get them queued up. Um, uh, wide receivers, we've got, um, where is Ridley? There is Beckham and Woods, where are you? Woods, they have really late. Look at that. Okay. All right. So it's back to us. So Carson's still on the board. Awesome. That is a great trifecta of running backs. Holy crap, man. High volume, pound the ground running backs. These guys, okay, this is great. That's a very good way to start out this draft. Now, fourth round, I typically want to go for, um, I typically want to go for a, a wide receiver. But the like I said, if David Johnson makes it back to us, that would be a serious consideration. So I'm, I'm just going to put David Johnson. I, I don't think he will make it back to us. <laughs> Look at where he is on the board right here. Um, but let's go back to the wide receivers. Let's get these wide receivers queued up. So we had Woods. Um, those are the only ones that scored over 40, so I got them queued up. So let's look at the fourth round. Um, fourth round for running backs, um, we've got Bell does score 42 Vork points here, as does David Johnson. So they're both long shots. No one else scores over 40. Ingram, Swift, Akers, they're all below the 40 threshold. And they're also their values. As you can see, their values are not in the top 50. Le'Veon Bell's value rank is 50. David Johnson's value rank is 30. So uh, we could put, let, let's just put Bell on, even though I am totally, I, I oh, he might already be on. Yeah, he's already gone. I don't even care. I, I don't even care about Bell anymore. I hate Adam Gase so much. He is the worst coach in the NFL and screw him and, and, and that whole team, it's a lost season, even, more the, even before the season has started. Uh, do I sound bitter? Yes, because I was all in on Bell, and then um, Gase just started working his magic of awfulness. Okay, so Terry McLaurin um, uh, definitely needs to be on our queue. So let's get him. Where is McLaurin? There he is. And uh, let's see here. What about tight ends? We can look at tight ends. So we got Zach Ertz and Mark Andrews. Ertz does score over 50 Vork points here, but he is not a top 50 player, so we're going to avoid him. Um, as far as quarterbacks go, no quarterbacks go in the fourth round, but in the fifth round, we got four. We got Watson, Murray, Prescott, and Wilson all going in the fourth round, um, in, the, in between our fourth and our fifth round pick. Um, I'm sorry, excuse me, I said that wrong. Between our fifth and our sixth round pick, that's the long gap that we have uh, between our picks. So um, anyway, uh, it is coming back to us here. We can look at the results and see what's going on. 
So uh, we've had both Mahomes and Lamar Jackson come off the board. Kittle and Kelsey both off the board as well. That's not surprising. Um, and again, look at how red this board is with running backs. It's, it's running backs, running backs. Oh, and look, there's Bell. David Johnson came off. So we definitely cannot take <laughs> – we can't take a um, – um, a, 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 a fourth running back with top 50 value now. So it's going to have to be three wide receivers at this point. So um, it is almost back to us. You can see Ridley and Woods are still on the board. Um, of those two, I do like Woods the best. And if we go here, because he wasn't even supposed to make it to the fourth pick, but Robert Woods, value ranked 31st overall. He is a low-end one for me, and I cannot pass, up, pass that up. So I'm going to take Woods. And then we've got the quick turnaround. So let's look at the fifth round. Great options for, for wide receivers. Metcalf, Sutton, Landry. Let's, let's get these guys lined up. So um, let, let's see here for wide receivers. Uh, Metcalf, Sutton, uh, Landry right there. Um, let's see here. Who else, uh, who else scores over 40? Gallup. Uh, McLaurin's already gone. Keenan Allen. So Gallup and Allen. We'll get them up too. So uh, where is Gallup? Where is Allen? And as far as running backs go, again, there's no more top 50 value running backs. Like uh, Ronald Jones, who is recommended here, his value rank, 56. So we can't do the dominator strategy with him. I, um, so I'm not going to take him in the first uh, six rounds. So it's almost back to us here. Uh, so you can see we got tons of choices. And of these, the best value pick of all these players has got to be, I bet it's Sutton. Let me, let me just go back here to the, uh, to the fourth round pick. No, I'm sorry. It's the fifth round pick and um, for our wide receivers. And Sutton, value rank of 34. I can't pass that up. So we've got two high-end wide receiver twos with wide receiver one upside. Uh, as our wide receivers. And we can still take one more. And if Landry makes it, if really, if any of these guys make it to us, they're all top 50 value. Um, I do believe, actually, let me just double check that because Gallup, well, Gallup's 52. Uh, he's not really there. Um, but let's see here. Uh, Terry McLaurin, Keenan Allen, we got them all queued up. Okay, so uh, let's run to the sixth round. And in the sixth round, it is recommending Gallup or Tyler Boyd Boyd, uh, again, both these guys outside the top 50. Landry would be the key to make it to us, possibly as a long shot. That's what that gun means, is it's a long shot. Less than a 50-50 shot, he make it. If he does make it to us, that's the coup. We hit the dominator strategy. We got six top 50 value players on our team. No one else is going to have that. The most, every other team is only going to have three or four top 50 players. So you can understand the advantage that we have by using this strategy. So let's let's see what's going on on the draft results. So again, things are starting to move past uh, running backs here. Uh, oh, look, Sutton came off. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was me. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, after us, we got Mark Andrews, Zach Ertz came off, Ronald Jones, uh, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, DJ Chark, uh, Deshaun Watson comes off. And um, Devontae Parker. So we still have Landry, Gallup, and Allen, all of whom would qualify for the Dominator strategy. Now, if, if we don't get them, 
who else could we take? Well, I, de- I think we should definitely queue up Boyd because he scores over over 40 Vork points. So let's go back and we'll get Boyd on the list. So uh, wide receivers, let's go Boyd. And if we go and look at running backs, what running backs are on this round? James White does not score well. Look at his values. Value is terrible um, for tight ends. Engram, quarterbacks, you know, Deshaun Watson scores well, but he's already gone. Uh, Josh Allen um, does not score that well here. Okay, so um, if we look at the seventh, and here's the thing, because the sixth is the short end, right? That's There's only, there's only um, like four picks between our sixth pick and our seventh pick. So it's a, as far as total number of uh, players being shown, it's not a lot. So if you... If you don't see anyone you like, you can jump to the next round and it's all basically worth about the same because there's only a five-point value difference between the sixth round and the seventh round. So as long as they're scoring over 40 um, here, they're going to score over 40 on the previous round. Uh, 45 or more, you know, they'll they'll score more on the previous round. Now, um, all right, so it's almost back to us. Look, Landry and Boyd still on the board, so we could get it. Uh, I'm sorry, just Landry now. It's only Landry. <laughs> He's the only one left, uh, but let's let's get some more guys queued up. So um, in this round, we've got Ryan. We already got Ryan, Lindsey. Ryan and Lindsey are, are the only two that score over 40. So um, let's go ahead and do quarterbacks, Matt Ryan, and running backs, Lindsey right there. Okay, so it's us. Look at that. Landry did make it to us. We did it. We got the dominator strategy. That is that is beyond excellent. I'm so happy that, that we, we have that. What a great first six players that we have. Now, what I like to do um, in the seventh round, this is your option, but it works very well. Take the best quarterback still on the board. Now, in this case, it's Matt Ryan, and I love Matt Ryan's upside this year. So we've already loaded ourselves up with six top 50 value players, and now we're going to take someone who's Matt Ryan, who I consider a top six quarterback in the league this year, top three upside. Um, I'm really bullish on Ryan. So let's go ahead. We're going to take him with our seventh pick, and then all we have to do is we still have to take a tight end. So let's look at what tight ends uh, are available Um, in the eighth round. We're heading into round eight. So let's look at the tight end list. What do we got? Jared Cook. I do not like Jared Cook. How about ninth round? Um, Jared Cook, Mike Gusecki, Austin Hooper, Rob Gronkowski. None of these guys score well. Um, You know, man, not super thrilled with that. Let's see who's still on the board. I want to see what tight ends are still on the board. We got Higby, Cook, Henry, Waller. Waller is still on the board? What is with that ranking? That is a steal. Look what happens if I uh, restore Waller to the to the eighth round. 67 Vork points. Value rank is 70. He's, he offers positive value um, in, in this round. Well, we can hope and pray. Oh, did he already get taken? Darn it. He did get taken. Oh, that was too good to be true. <laughs> um, okay, uh, but let's see. We got Higby, Cook, Henry, Ingram. Hurst is another one who I very much like. And Hurst, actually, I think he was scheduled to go earlier. than Is he already? Yeah, look at this. Let's restore Hurst. Hurst scores 30, so he's not as good, right? Value's not great. Great outlook, though. And we've got Ryan. 
so we can stack them. We got to stack with Ryan and Hurst on touchdowns. I, I love that idea. So hopefully it will make it back to us. It's still a long trip. It's a long trip to make it back to us right now. <laughs> because I just went right here. Oh, we only got like six picks. So we'll see if he makes it back. But let's look at um, other, let, let's get everyone else queued up here for um, for the round eight. And so we are, I think we already got the two players. Um, okay, so let, let, so I got Christian Kirk, Matthew Stafford. We don't need another quarterback, so we're, we're good there. Deontay Johnson. Okay, so Christian Kirk and Deontay Johnson score over 44 points here. So let's get them queued up. Um, so wide receivers, Christian Kirk, there he is, Deontay Johnson. Oh, there he's never going to make it to us. He's right at the top of the list. Um, anyone else with over 40 points? Carryon Johnson scores 39. That's borderline enough for me. So let's put Carryon Johnson on the queue and, uh, wide receivers. Oh, I'm sorry. Running backs. Where's carry on there carry on is okay so um we're doing great and look look I mean here's the best part about the queue man you just know who's still on the board that you want you know and it, it just makes it so easy that you don't miss anybody you know that that it goes past around and some guy is still available that you like and but you didn't put him on the queue so you're not looking at him and and but he would still be up here he would still be giving you showing you, hey, whoa, I'm right at the top of your list right here. And, of course, if you get interrupted, it will take the top player off the list, uh, off your queue, as opposed to going to auto-pick. So, um, anyway, let us go. Okay, so now we're getting back to us. Uh, so let's let's just look at the draft results real quick, where we're at. So since we picked, it was Howard Green, Rogers quarterback, and then we got Waller, Higby, Cook, and Engram all basically got taken in a row. So a big run on tight ends. Tyler Boyd got taken in there as well. Marlon Mack that closed out round seven. Round eight began with Josh Allen, then Alexander Madison, Tariq Cohen, Philip Lindsay. So he was on our queue, so he fell off. So now Hurst is sitting at the top of our list, and I hope, I hope he makes it to us. I mean, there have been so many tight ends taken now, and basically everyone before our pick already has a tight end. So I think we've got an excellent, excellent chance of getting our tight end. Now we can look at the other tight ends that are available that are still on the board. And again, um, you know, Henry, Gesicki, Jarwin is one who I very much like as well as a later tight end pick. Um, he's a great fallback should Hurst get taken. So, but I'm not worried uh, based on how things are looking right now. Uh, so Marvin Jones, oh, the San Francisco defense just got taken. And that comes to this guy's on auto pick right now because, uh, um, the, the the algorithm on Yahoo for their draft tool is is it's over 10 years old. It's antiquated. And what it does is you're going to see the eighth round, a bunch of um, defenses come off the board, and the ninth round, a bunch of kickers. And all that does for players like me is it just opens up the board to players that are available way later than you expect them to be. You know, so anyway, um, again, it's it's the it's a big weakness of the Yahoo uh, the the Yahoo drafting app. Okay, so it's almost back to us. Julian Edelman. Look, okay, so I said no one was going to take this tight end because they already had tight ends. Um, and so, great. I get, my, I get my choice of tight end. I'm stacked right now with Matt Ryan uh, with that position. So that is awesome. I love that. Uh, let's go to the ninth round because it's going to be a quick turnaround here. 
Ninth round is recommending Sterling Shepard, Christian Kirk, Aaron Rodgers. We already got Kirk on there. Let's put Shepard, John Brown, Jamison Crowder. Let's get those guys on. So uh, wide receivers. Uh, let's see here. Shepard. Oh, it's already back to us. Okay, so look, Christian Kirk is still on the board. Let's go ahead and take Christian Kirk. And uh, now I got time to put these other guys on. So there's there's Shepard. There's Crowder. Who else do we have that has over 40? Um, John Brown. Uh, let's see here. John Brown. Preston Williams. Oh, definitely Preston Williams. John Brown. Where are you? And I... And I Brown, there he is. Preston, there he is. So where, how is our roster looking so far? So we've got um, Ryan. Uh, okay, so we got Ryan at quarterback. We got uh, Woods and Sutton as our wide receivers. We got Elliott, Gurley, and Carson as our running backs. We've got Hurst as our tight end, and we've got Landry and Kirk as our bench wide receivers. We absolutely need to get ourselves some running backs here, and I know we're loaded up with wide receivers, but I think we really need to focus on running backs. So let's look at um, ninth-round running backs and see if any jump out. So Boston Scott, great choice. Um, again, but they're, they, none of these guys score real well because their value isn't great, right? But... Um, Boston Scott, Marlon Mack, Alexander Madison, all good choices. I like them all. Madison's high 30s, so is Mack. So let's put them up. So um, Boston Scott and um, uh, who else here? I'm sorry. Mack and Madison. Let's see. Are they still on here? Mack is gone. Madison. Madison is gone. How about uh, Moss? Is Moss still? No, Moss has gone to. Moss is rocketing up the draft board right now. I got to adjust his position, and and really, he's very very expensive um, for for what he is. And let's let's look at the tenth round also here. Um, so, Boss has got Chase Edmonds, Daryl Henderson, Sony Michelle. Um, yeah, let's see here. There's Daryl Henderson. I think Sony Michelle's already got no Sony Michelle's still there. So let's let's go. We'll we'll get Daryl Henderson. Sony Michelle. There's Carlos Hyde. I like him as a backup to uh Chris Carson. That's that's a that would be a good choice. Um let's see here. Who else do we have on this list that's still on the board? Damian Harris, that's the guy that I like also. And right now, we are past pick 100, so I am totally comfortable with taking a New England running back. Um, and, and, and Harris is a great upside play. Uh, I think Sony Michelle is a safer volume play, but who even knows how effective he's going to be? Um, but of this group, you know, certainly Boston Scott is one that uh, I am – that, that I very much like, uh, given that uh, the Eagles really are only running two running backs back there this season uh, with Miles um, um, Sanders. So I love his upside. Henderson's also a good upside play, although he is injured right now. Uh, and I don't like to draft injured players. I just don't want to take that risk. Um, but let's see what we can do here. And it is almost back to us. Let's go back to the draft results, see what's going on here. So since our pick, let's see here, was Antonio Gibson, Zach Moss. See, Moss is going ninth round now. 
Uh, he's moved up like two rounds in the past week. Uh, Justin Tucker, Jameson Crowder, Harrison Bucker. So you can see here's the algorithm working right here. Um, Buffalo, Brandon Cooks, Darius Slayton, Mike Gasicki, Chase Edmonds, CeeDee Lamb, Tevin Coleman, Will Lutz, Drew Brees, on Johnson, that's one that I like. Matthew Stafford is gone now. Uh, Stafford in the 10th, that's great value. Damian Harris just got taken before our pick. That is too bad. Uh, but Boston Scott's still there, so let's go ahead. We're, we're, we're going to take Boston Scott. And um, who also is here for our running backs? Okay, so we, we've got, um, we got options. I think I might take Carlos Hyde on the next pick. Uh, as I said, he's, I think he's a good volume play. I don't expect Penny, um, uh, Penny to be available this year. I think he's going to start the season on Pup, and probably is not going to play a whole lot. Um, Carlos Hyde had a decent season last year uh, at, um, you know, in Houston, and so uh, I kind of like the idea that he's backing up Chris Carson, who's still coming back from his injury. Uh, so we got that. Daryl Henderson, Sony Michelle. Let's see here. Is there anybody else in the 10th round that I like? Not really. Chase Edmonds is gone. All right. So um, Tony Pollard got taken. Sterling Shepard in the 10th. That's a nice value pick there. Preston Williams is still available. I could take Preston Williams, and that will that basically fills out my wide receivers. Um, and that is a great set of wide receivers to have. Uh, so... That is a consideration here, although, like I said, I really do need more running backs. And when it comes to fantasy football, my, my whole draft strategy is to just draft as many as I possibly can. So uh, you can see all these guys made it back. So um, now Carlos Hyde, he might be available on the next round. I, I could gamble with that. Let's see here. Carlos Hyde, is he a reach? Is that what, what he's listed as here? Um. Oh, I, I don't think I've seen him on the list yet. Okay, I'm going to hold off on him. Let's go ahead. I'm going to take Daryl Henderson um, just because I think it's going to be a, a timeshare in that backfield. And, and um, you know, Henderson is injured, which does hurt his value right now. But he, I'm taking him as my fifth running back, so it's a low-risk play. Uh, and, you know, passing on Preston Williams, who I really, really like. Uh, maybe I would have taken Preston if I had passed on – uh, you know, maybe Christian Kirk in the ninth round, I could have gotten, you know, I could have gotten a uh, running back there and then taken Preston Williams here. That's all stuff to be considered for a uh, draft strategy. So let's go to the 11th round here. 11th round, uh, recommended. Uh, Antonio Gibson, um, Damien Harris, he's already gone. Um, none of these other guys score well. Actually, none of them really score well, but Antonio Gibson is worth uh, worth putting on our queue. So let's see here. Is is he still on the board? Nope, he's gone. Okay. So let's look at uh, wide receivers. Um, Golden Tate does score 40 Vork points here, so let's go ahead and get him queued up. Uh, that would be good. And um, let's see here. So 11th, again, it's the short, it's the shorter round. So there's not a lot of great options here. We do not need to take another quarterback. We do not need to take another tight end. We're going to wait till the very end to take our, um, uh, our wide receiver. And I'm excuse. <laughs> I can't even think this morning. It's, it's, it's Friday morning right now. So I'm a little bit, uh, still waking up here, uh, defense and kicker. So we'll, we'll get those guys last. Oh, and we said we were only going to go 10 rounds. So that's where we're at, man. We're, we're, we're at it. So uh, let's review the team, man. This is a great team. 
Uh, so Matt Ryan is the quarterback. Woods and Sutton are my starting wide receivers. Elliott and Gurley are my starting running backs. Hurst is the tight end. Carson is my flex. On the bench, I've got Landry, Kirk, Scott, and Henderson. So that is, that's an awesome first 10 picks. I, I really like that. So we are, we are rocking it. Uh, I know we're going to get a good grade from, um, from the system. So uh, I'm going to uh, wrap it up here. So thank you very much for watching. Try the dominator strategy, man, the top 50 dominator strategy. It's going to absolutely get you the best team in fantasy football this year, uh, especially if you can get Jarvis in the sixth, that's what it hinges on is Jarvis in the sixth. But even if you don't get Jarvis, there's, there's several guys that have, uh, you know, value in the low fifties, uh, their value rank is in the low fifties, which is great. Get one of them instead. You know, we, we saw a couple of them when we were looking at players, but you can see how it's, how it's set up and especially how deep the wide receiver position is getting woods in the fourth and Sutton in the fifth is fantastic. each of those guys, 125 targets each They're RB twos floors. That's their floor is RB two. So take them, you know, take them that late and you don't need to spend an early pick on a wide receiver. So thank you very much for watching. Uh, I hope you like the, the draft today. Um, and let me know how your mocks go. Uh, leave a question or comment down below if you do, and please don't forget to like, and subscribe. Thanks so much, everybody. Have a good day. Okay, uh, so I just wanted to come back real quick and just show you the team that I ended up with. So uh, here's who I got. I got Zeke Elliott, Todd Gurley, Chris Carson, Robert Woods, Cortland Sutton, Jarvis Landry, Matt Ryan, Hayden Hurst, Christian Kirk, Preston Williams, I couldn't believe I got him, Boston Scott, Daryl Henderson, and Carlos Hyde. Now, if we click on the value tab, you will see that we have one, two, three, four, five, six players with top 50 value. That is the dominator strategy right there in a nutshell. Six starters with top 50 value. Um, you can also see that overall this team is very solid. I did take some chances uh, in, in the end with my bench. I got Henderson and Hyde both still dealing with injuries and plus Chris Carson. So that is, that's riskier than what I like to do. But um, on the flip side, look at all the breakouts I got. I got Boston Scott, Hayden Hurst, Preston Williams, all his breakouts. Upward trend players, uh, Matt Ryan, Chris Carson, Robert Woods, um, and bounce back players, Ryan and Woods. Uh, contract year players, Boston Scott, Chris Carson. Um, that's it for that. A couple of downward trend in usage, uh, Gurley and Landry, uh, but I'm not too worried about that. Oh, Cortland Sutton is also contract year. Christian Kirk contract year. Preston Williams contract year. Very, very good. I, I mean, again, outlooks. Five stars and four stars and three stars almost across the board. Reliability, high reliability, a huge chunk of players, high reliability. Only one low reliability player, Preston Williams. He missed eight games last year. Uh, some mid-reliability players, that's fine. Consistency rankings, uh, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I got ten players that all score above average on the consistency rank ranking going over five um, – Greater than 5 out of 10. 10 is the best you can get. Only one player below. That's Boston Scott. And then a couple of players that didn't get enough work last year to get a rating. But I, I got to say, man, this is the kind of team that can help you win your draft. And especially if you get that dominator strategy. If you do that, you are going to win, man. I'm telling you what. You are going to be a top three team regardless of where you draft. But like I said, it does work best for players picking late that have a late round pick uh, as opposed to the early round pick. But shoot, man. I love this team. This is a great team, top notch. It's exactly as I, it's exactly how I wanted to do. And uh, like I said, 
Here's my plug, man. Go to my website, fantasyfootballmaverick.com. You can check out the app there. Uh, you can try out a free version of the app on a standard points draft. Um, it works very well, and if you like it, you can subscribe, unlock all the features of the draft, all the lists, all the rankings, and um, it only costs $19.95 for a one-year subscription. Using it in as many uh, drafts as you are in this year, I'm in a ton. I've got eight already scheduled, and I'm probably going to do a few more this weekend. But this, man, this is how you do it. This is how you win. So uh, thank you very much for watching, and uh, I will, uh, uh, you know, if you have any questions, please leave them below. Like and subscribe, and have a great day, everybody.